0: Hello guys, and thank you so much for watching or listening to another episode of Live Free Podcast, where I talk about living that life of freedom, rest, and expansion in Christ Jesus. You see from the title, God is about to give you rest from your enemies. I'm going to say it again. God is about to give you rest from your enemies. As I was reading the book of Judges, chapter three, God took me to the story of a man named Ehud. Ehud, Ehud was a judge and he was a warrior. This is the remnant that is rising in 2024 that God is raising up or has raised up for such a time as this. God is about to give you rest from your enemies. And it's going to be in the most unconventional way. So let's get into it. The highlights of this story that actually caught my attention was the fact that Ehud was a left-handed man. Now that got my attention because I am also left-handed. And I know that my brain (laughs) sometimes thinks in an unconventional way, especially when it comes to the things of God. God would always sometimes give us illogical instructions that don't make sense to the natural man. That doesn't make sense to the carnal carnal person or the worldly person. But it makes total and complete sense to God because God says his ways are higher and his thoughts are higher. But who knows the mind of God except we have the spirit of God in us. So we have the mind of Christ. So God is going to give you rest from your enemies in this season. And so let's look at the story of Ehud in the book of Judges. Let's go to chapter 3, specifically verse 12, where it begins to um, tell you about Ehud. And, and the thing about this story is it's not a long, drawn-out story. He is only in um, the book of Judges in chapter, chapter 3, verses 12. He is only in that story. And then after that, God begins to talk about someone else. And before that, God talks about someone else. But this is a <clears throat> a short story, but it's a powerful story that God is showing us here. Let's see what the Holy Spirit has to say about this. So if we begin to look at the book of, of Judges, chapter 3, verse 12, we know the children of Israel again, did evil in the sight of the Lord. So, the Lord strengthened Eglon, king of Moab, against Israel because they had some evil and had done evil in the Lord's sight. They had to serve him for 18 years. So, we see that there is consequences to the things that we do, but thank God for the blood of Jesus, because he is the ultimate deliverer, and I truly believe that this story of Ehud is going to depict another way that we haven't seen God. We, we look at God as a, a a spirit of love, a spirit of patience, long-suffering, all the things right that we like to hear about and like to feel good about. But we never take into account sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes we never take into account the fact that God God is a righteous judge and that he will not reckon with evil. I'm going to say that again. God is a righteous judge and he will not reckon, he will not compromise, he will not entangle himself for the sake of peace or for the sake of loving on people, right? He can love you and he can still be the warrior that he is. The God God the Bible talks about Jesus being the Lord of Hosts. This is the Lord Sabaoth, right? The Lord of the angel armies. Jesus is a warrior, right? And this is I believe the way this story is going to depict him. And I believe that Ehud is a type of Christ. So it begins to talk about the children of Israel doing evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord strengthened Eglon, king of Moab, against Israel because they had done evil in, in, the, in the Lord's sight. And Israel is the apple of God's eye. But do not mistake in God's silence For his approval. And I, you've heard me mention and say this over and over again. We think that God, because God is silent about certain things that he is approving it, which is far from the truth. That part of it just speaks to his long suffering and his character and his nature of love that he gives us time to repent. But there is coming a day that God is going to reckon with that spirit and he's going to begin to give you rest on every side in spite of us. And this is what I believe God is showing us in this text that the children of Israel wasn't perfect because there's nobody that is perfect because they, but be, when they begin to turn from their ways, wicked ways and begin to cry out to the Lord, then the Lord raised up a deliverer for them. So let's, let's look at this. They had to serve. Eglon for 18 years until, the Bible says, they cried out to the Lord. Then God raised up a deliverer for them, Ehud, the son of Gerah, the Benjaminite, a left-handed man. I like this story. I like this story a lot. I remember this story. Um, I heard the story years ago that um, Apostle Kimberly Daniels, she preached on Ehud, and this was probably over 15, 20 years. Probably twenty years ago, or a little more, and it was a powerful story. But it's a short story, but it's very powerful. That even though we sometimes, you know, we fall and we we get into things that we shouldn't get into, or we go after things we shouldn't go after, God will still raise up a deliverer. He will still provide a way of escape. The Bible says, "No temptation has seized you except that which is common to man." But it says, "God is faithful." And he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But if you are tempted, the Bible says God will provide a way of escape. This is why the doom and gloom, uh, people that like to preach destruction and doom and gloom, you have to bring balance to the word of God. Because God always, always speaks. But he speaks with a solution in mind. Jesus is our solution. He is the righteousness. He is the the, the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. God already had us in mind before we were ever born. Jesus was all this thing was already done before we ever sinned for the first time or even came into the world. So God has always provided a solution or a way of escape for his people always. So don't ever feel like you are in despair or you are in a hopeless situation or that God doesn't love you or that your sin is too horrible and gruesome or that things are just too bad and that God is just tired of you and he's not going to give you another chance. If you still have breath in your body, then there is still time for change. There is still time for repentance. There is still time for you to come into the knowledge of the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. There is still time if you are still breathing. If you have not opened your eyes in eternity, if you are still breathing, there is still time. So let's talk about the deliverer and let's talk about God giving us rest in this season on every side that he is raising up e he is raising up a generation that will not compromise. He is raising up a generation that will not retreat, that will not back up, right? So he used the tribute and his dis to and his disadvantage to get close to the king. So the story kind of goes like this with Ehud. So Ehud in the book of Judges, chapter three, verse twelve, he begins to um go in to see the uh the king. And I believe his name is Eglog, right? He goes in, but he's only allowed to get close to the king because of the disadvantage that they thought he had. Um, they would never have let a warrior or someone, a mighty man of valor or somebody who they thought would try to do anything to that king get close to that king. But because of the way these, uh, Ehud, I guess his, uh, um, the Bible doesn't really talk about his overall ap- appearance outside of the fact that he was a left-handed man. Okay. But this man was able to get close to the king, close enough to carry out the purpose and the plan of God. So deliverance comes in a form of what you least expect. Okay. They didn't expect Jesus to come the way he came, right? When he came in the manger and he came and he set, they thought he was going to set up his kingdom, you know, and be this, uh, big figure or whatever it was. But he came in a totally different way from what they expected. In fact, he was just the carpenter. They, they even alluded to this. Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son, Joseph's son, the carpenter? Because he did not look The way people think that he will look. Let me just say this. We have to be very careful that because people are not packaged the way we think they should be packaged, the way we think they should look, that they're not fit for certain things. Because even with David, he was the shepherd boy. boy, And when Samuel came to anoint uh, the sons of Jesse, they didn't even they didn't even look at him as being in the lineup for that anointing. Oh, there's one more. This is what they said about David. He's in the back tending to sheep. Like he was the the last, you know, the last of the last, right? So they didn't even look at him like that. But that is the very one that God chose and God used. For men look at the outer appearance of people, but God looks at the heart. And this is what the the book of um, Judges is about in the the story of Ehud. God looks at the heart and Ehud had a bulldog tenacity to get the job done. I want to call him the cleaner because he came and finished the job. So deliverance may come in a form of what you least expect, even in a story like Queen Esther, even in that story. We thought deliverance for the Jews would come in another way, right? God used a unique way, which is um, in the book of Esther. He did that through a relationship or association to the king. He used a woman, a raised therapist to be a deliverer for the Jews. But it came by way of a relationship of a of a wedding, you see, so God will give you supernatural influence with man to get his agenda accomplished for his people i 'm going to say that again. God will give you supernatural influence with man to get his agenda accomplished for his people. Let me tell you something it 's always about people if you don't or want um If you don't or want want to do the assignment, he will raise up another to get the job done. So it may not look the way you like. It may not be packaged the way you think it's going to be packaged. I'm here to tell you I'm a living example. That deliverance that is coming for your life may not look the way you think it should have looked. It may not come in the form of a business or it may not come in the form of a job. It may come in the form of you just doing uh uh, accepting the things that are already in place that God has put in this earth for us to use. We think it's going to be this big old thing and God will come and use the foolish things the Bible says to confound the wise. So God will raise someone up to get the job done and he will use whatever he deems he wants to use. We don't get to tell him who he can use or who can speak into our life or what we think the deliverance should look like. God is the judge. He is the one that makes the decisions. He is the one that decides who he wants to send, no matter what they look like. And that's what we see time and time again in these stories in the Bible. When we see David, when we see Daniel, uh Daniel in the book of um, Daniel, you know, Meshach, um, Shadrach, and Abednego. God even uses the bad guys. I said this before. You've heard me say this. God uses everybody but nobody uses God. We think we're using God, but I'm here to tell you, he even used Judas. Judas was needed to get the job done, though he was one of the ones that were, was even picked as a, as a disciple. Hear me when I say this. He was picked as a disciple, but he was the one that Satan entered that, that, that was used to nail Jesus to the cross. But God still picked him. Yet he knew his heart. God would use whomever. So Ehud was a left-handed man that came in and um, did the job and got the job finished. And it's amazing because we think that sometimes when we talk about God, we don't see God in this way. We see Eglon, that king, had the title, but Ehud had the yes. The king... With Esther had the title, but Esther had the yes. Even with Nebuchadnezzar, he had the title, but Daniel had the yes. The broken vessel is what God is looking for. Pharaoh had the title, but Moses had the yes. While man is looking at the outer appearance and notoriety, they're looking at titles, they're looking at possessions and the outer appearance and all the things, right? They're looking to be the boss. God is looking for submission to his lordship. That's what God is looking for. So God is raising up a remnant. He's raising up a remnant who is rising up for the occasion, for the end time move of God. That is a person that is willing to do the assignment, to take out and to crush the head of the enemy. And his plans for destruction, any plans for the destruction of God's people, God will raise up a deliverer to deal with that, So never be uh, despaired or confused. Never feel like you are totally hopeless because God has always provided a way of escape for his people. There's a prophetic parallel in all these stories that I just mentioned. And there's a common theme that's going on, right? The common theme is all of these people were willing vessels and obedient vessels a remnant that don't care what they look like to others or how, you know, of a disadvantage it may look like they have. It doesn't matter because God is doing the fighting. Let me say this again. God is the deliverer. Jesus is the deliverer. He's the one that's doing the fighting. All power lies in his hands, not in our own ability. So the favor comes from him, the resources, the pro the protection, the strategies, and all the things needed to get the job done. So Jesus is the ultimate deliverer. We are just the e if you will. We are the vessels that are used to be a blessing to the people and bring glory to the Father. So God always has a plan. He always has an agenda, and it's always about his people. Okay? So... That land after Ehud came in, right? He came in and he stabbed the man with a knife that he made and he hid the knife under his right thigh. And he walked in and said that, you know, he had something to give the king that he wanted to do something for the king. That was how he got close to the man, right? And we see this in the, um, um, in chapter three, verses 18. He he said that he was bringing a tribute to the king. And so the people went away who was guarding the king. But then Ehud himself, in verse 19, he turned back from the stone images that were at Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. He said, keep silence. And all who attended him went out from him. So verse 20 says, so Ehud came to him. Now he was sitting upstairs in the cool private chamber then Ehud said I have a message from God for you listen to this listen to this guys so he arose from his seat verse 21 then Ehud reached with his left hand took the dagger from his right thigh and thrust it into the belly the king's belly and even the hilt went in after the blade. And the fat closed over the blade, for he did not draw the dagger out of his belly. And his entrails, which is his intestines, came out. Then Ehud went out through the porch and shut the doors of the upper room behind him and locked them. Verse 24, when he had gone out, Elgon's servants came to look. To their surprise, the doors of the upper room were locked. So they said, he is probably attending to his needs in the cool chamber. So they waited till they were embarrassed and still he had not opened the doors of the upper room. Therefore they took the key and opened them and there was their master fallen dead on the floor. Verse 26, but Ehud had escaped while they delayed and passed beyond the stone images and escaped to Selah. And it happened when, the, when they arrived that he blew the trumpet in the mountains of Ephraim And the children of Israel went down with him from the mountains and led him and led them. So he said to them, follow me for the Lord. Here it is, has delivered your enemies, the Moabites into your hands." So they went down after him, seized the fords and the Jordan leading to Moab and did not allow anyone to cross over. And at that time, they killed about 10,000 men of Moab. All stout men of valor, not a man escaped. Verse 30, here it is. So Moab, so Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel and the land had rest for 80 years. Let me tell you something. God will raise up an Ehud. He will raise up a deliverer for the people to destroy 80, 18 years of captivity. They said the people had, the land had rest for 80 years. This is huge. And then it even goes on to say in verse 31, that Shamgar, after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, who killed 600 men of the Philistines with an ox gold, and he also delivered Israel. God is not playing when it comes to his people. Do you hear me? He will use the foolish things to confound the wise. And we see that God uh, had Ehud to come in and finish the job. He said he reached in with his left hand and took the dagger from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. And so this is a side of... I believe God wants to show us of his character and nature that we don't always want to look at because we always want to think God is love. He's long suffering. He has grace and and he has all those things, but he's also a warrior. Jesus is the Lord of hosts. That means the Lord of angel armies. He has an army of angelic hosts that does serve him and work for him and eradicates hell on our behalf. So God wants you to know that the deliverance today may not look like you may want it to look. But he has raised up Ehaz to go forth for the people of God to bring them out so that they can have a rest on every side. They said Moab was subdued that day and under the hand of Israel and the land had rest for 80 years. You are coming into a time and a season of a rest. God says the battle is not yours, it is the Lord's. For God says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, wickedness, and spiritual heavenly hosts in high places. But get this, Jesus always had a plan even before one of your days came to be. The plan was already in place. So I just want to say, guys, be encouraged. And know that God has already raised up a deliverer for his people. Jesus is the ultimate deliverer, but he will use vessels like a Ehud to get the job done. And we think of it when Ehud walked in there and he stabbed the man, he said, God has a message for you and stabbed the man. <laughs> I'm here today to let you know that you're not going to always... um get a prophetic word or get a a word of sweetness or a word of saying that you need to turn from your wicked ways. Sometimes force has to be met with force. And sometimes God is just going to deal with the enemy and the way he needs to deal with the enemy and the way he needs to deal with the enemy. Because some things cannot be explained away. Some things cannot be loved away. Some things cannot be, um, just, um, uh, long suffered away. Sometimes there's coming a day of reckoning where God is just going to deal with your enemies head on. There's not going to be no talking involved. And the only thing it's going to be is God's righteous judgment. And God's judgment is always right. No matter how it may look to the world, it's always right. So we know that we have to be open. And be vessels of honor where if God is using us to be a blessing to his people, even as Ehud was raised up to be a blessing to God's people, we have to look at it as such. That's the way um, God wants us to look at it. It may not look and we may not look the way people think we should look. But at the end of the day, deliverance, God will send a person to do what he has called them to do. And all he is looking for is people that will say yes, that will not compromise the truth for the sake of peace. And sometimes it's not all about getting along. Sometimes you have to eradicate hell, eradicate the enemy on contact. Sometimes it goes like that. And I don't think this story is in the Bible just to be in there. I don't think God puts things in there just to be putting them in there. I think there's a reason God shows you and shows us different things and different stories so that we can know that his ways, not just his word, but know his character and know why he does what he does. So that is the word for you today, that God is raising up a deliverer and that it may not be packaged the way you think it should be packaged. But know that it is God. And until the next time, guys, like, comment, share, and subscribe. I will talk to you or see you in the next video. Bye, loves.